Hi guys, welcome back to Infinite Possibilities, the podcast where we explore the lives of amazing people, their choices, challenges and opportunities. And today I have a very special guest, Hamish. Hey, happy to be here. Thank uh, you so much for being here. Yeah, long time fan of the podcast, <laughs> watched a few episodes, so yeah, really excited to finally take part. Yeah, that's awesome. And we're so excited to have you, Hamish. I bet all our colleagues are really excited to see this episode drop. <laughs> Yeah, so Hamish, what's your kind of one-minute introduction? Well, I've just started a few months ago as um, a graduate at KPMG, working in the same team as Karen, so technology (laughs) risk, and so far it's been really, really good. I feel like I've learned a lot, and everyone here has been super, super nice. Yeah, so it's been a pretty good first few months. Yeah, that's awesome. Hopefully we all contributed. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, so we want to go back to Hamish's childhood and sort of explore how he got to where he is. So Hamish, what kind of kid were you like growing up? I feel like, yeah, I was a pretty normal kid. Um, Yeah, I was a little bit smaller than all the other kids, a little (laughs) bit lighter, so maybe, yeah, a bit shy, but um, yeah, besides that, um, yeah, pretty normal, (laughs) I would say. Yeah, that's cool. And what kind of sports did you like as a kid? Um, uh, I liked most of them. I uh, tried pretty much my sports growing up. I grew up in Victoria, so liked my AFL, was a big fan of soccer. Um, My grandfather was a professional footballer, so... That um, got oh. me quite into it. Um, swimming in athletics as well, yeah. Yeah, and did you ever want to become a professional footballer? Um, you know, I would have loved to, but unfortunately you have to be um, yeah, good to be a professional footballer. So, yeah, Damn. too Damn. bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. And what were your kind of like favourite subjects at school? Um, oh, I don't know. I actually quite liked a lot of subjects. Um, probably my favourites were geography, French and maths as well. Yeah, sweet. And then with that combination of favourite subjects, when you were thinking about the future, what was kind of running through your mind? Um, Well, when I was a kid, um, last few years of high school, I was really tossing up between agricultural studies and commerce. Um, Always wanted to do a language as well. So yeah, I was pretty dead set on doing French throughout uni. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's cool. And so what kind of stuff did you end up studying at uni? So in the end, I moved up to Brisbane to study um, commerce and then languages. So I did Spanish and French. Oh, you added a Spanish Yeah, I added Spanish as well. Yeah, and what is it about like French that you sort of decided, yeah, I'm going to... Um, that one was mainly because my mum made me do it when I was in um, <laughs> primary school. And I sort of just stuck with it. I didn't really want to lose it because I feel like I worked pretty hard to get a decent understanding of the language. Sunk cost fallacy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. And so if someone wants to get, you know, as good at, um, if someone wants to get good at French like Hamish, how how does one sort of complete that French curriculum? Uh Any study tips? (laughs) Well, like a lot of studying, a lot of, um, you know, writing out sentences, memorizing vocabulary, trying to get your head around grammar. But besides that, I would say try and find something to do with the language that you're interested in. Um, so whether that's music, movies, because um, once you immerse yourself in the language, that makes it a lot easier to learn rather than just write, write memorizing sentences. Yeah, but okay, yeah all that's that. true. Did you have like your favorite app, you know, like Duolingo, Lingoda, or did you use Anki Flashcards? I did, but I can't remember it, the name of it, sadly. What? Yeah, yeah, I did use Flashcards as a kid, but now I feel like um, mainly into like, yeah, I suppose the movies. That's a good way of learning. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any French favourite movies? Um, Les, In- Les Intouchables, um, The Untouchables are a really good one. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's very popular. Um, yeah, highly recommend that one if you want to improve your French. Yeah, that's awesome. And I also heard that you're like the oldest child growing up. So what's that experience like? Yeah, so um, 
I've got a little sister who's a few years younger. She definitely acts like the older sister, though. Oh, <laughs> um, and I've got a brother who's 10 years younger. Yeah, so James, wow. yeah. Nice. And so if any of those two get in trouble, it's your fault? It's my fault, yeah. <laughs> nice. So how do you reconcile that? I swear they probably, you know, intentionally get you in trouble because of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, my sister claims that I'm pretty uh, sneaky. Apparently, I'm <laughs> the one that's always causing trouble and she's the one that's always getting the blame. <laughs> oh, wow. And then what about your younger brother? What's his kind of dynamic? Is he the cheeky one? He's definitely the cheeky one, yeah. Wow. He's, um, yeah, pretty confident in himself. So yeah, good. but we get along, we have the same interests, so yeah, I'm always giving him a call, like joking around, yeah. seeing how he's going, helping him with his school, so yeah. Yeah, oh, that's lovely, yeah. And then so when you were like thinking about the future and then you chose to study, you know, commerce and languages, did your sort of parents have any kind of input? Um, yeah, that's actually, they liked me studying that, so. Oh, really? <laughs> that's good, yeah. You mean the languages, they were like dead? Yeah, yeah, they were dead set on languages. Oh, wow. And then commerce, that was something that you chose? Yeah, that was something I chose, but also um, I think it is a pretty broad degree. Like there are a lot of, um, there's a lot of different pathways you can gain from studying a commerce degree. So yeah, I feel like they didn't really have too much to complain about. Yeah, that's cool. And what was the move to Brisbane like for you? Was that like, whoa? <laughs> um, uh, it was pretty good, I think, for me, because like, I always felt like um, I can do stuff, but I just really have to push myself. And I think by pushing myself, moving to a completely different city, that really, really forced me to help gain my independence. Yeah. Um, and also, I like Brisbane a lot. Like, weather's super, super nice. You got the Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast right yeah. there. Yeah, a really good little city. Damn, but you came from Melbourne, right? Yeah, I yeah. love Melbourne as well, but... <laughs> Just the weather, like I get such bad seasonal depression. So, oh yeah. Middle it's... of winter, freezing cold, pitch black. Yeah. Just yeah. Oh yeah, cool. And then how was the uni experience for you? Did you find that like you know, because um, you studied French? Did you study it in primary school? Yeah. Oh no, I started year seven, so when I was thirteen. Oh yeah, yeah that's actually quite a long. So how was the journey to like learning languages? Did you study at UQ? Ah, uh, UQ, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What was that kind of experience like if someone's like, hmm, maybe I want to go study a language? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would highly recommend it, especially if you're interested in it. Um, I feel like there's, um, people think you have to be really good at language to yeah. study it. I was probably at the bottom of my class in UQ, <laughs> sadly. Um, but wow. I can still, yeah, speak it pretty well and did enjoy myself. Passed all my subjects, so. <laughs> Four's open doors, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, probably not, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and tell me more about commerce. What did you major in? So I majored in business information systems. Yeah. So yeah, that's a really good one. Once again, um, lots of pathways you can take from it. Yeah. And I feel like it's pretty future-proof. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. And how did you sort of decide what major you wanted to do for business? Um, oh, I was talking to my dad about this because I think I was really bad with like computers and technology and stuff like that. Yeah. So I said to dad, yeah, this bit BISM one, I'm not doing it. I'm not <laughs> going to enjoy it. Yeah. And then he just said to me like, um, to be honest, that's probably the best one out of all the ones um, UQ are offering. I'd highly, highly recommend you do it. And then I did it, gave it a go. And yeah, I actually really did enjoy it. Like you don't have to be, you know, super technical um, yeah. to yeah, do well in it. Yeah, that's true, because business information systems is yeah. still under business. So. It is, yeah. Yeah, because I actually did that as well. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why I didn't see you in any of my classes. <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah. question, yeah. <laughs> 
didn't attend your classes, huh? No, I'm kidding. No, I, I, I attended most of them, you know. Yeah, that's cool. And so when you moved to Brisbane, were you like one of those UQ college kids? Or? Yeah, I stayed a few years at Union College. Wow. It's a pretty good experience, yeah. Wild parties? Yeah, Yay. wild parties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, were you, were you a party animal in your uni years, that kind um, of thing? Like, I went out, but I wasn't like super into partying. Like, it wasn't my personality or anything like that. Yeah. Because um, you're quite introverted or nah? Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty normal, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I did, um, yeah, go out, but yeah, not every night or anything like that. Yeah, and I've also heard that you have an impressive list of injuries that are still <laughs> continuing. Uh, maybe talk through, talk yeah. us through some of them that you can talk about. Well, hopefully um, they stop continuing soon. But I think <laughs> definitely the worst one was um, I was playing soccer in about second year and um, playing goalkeeper, um, playing pretty well. However, we were losing by quite a bit. So <laughs> I was one-on-one -on -one with the striker and I just thought, oh, no, this isn't good. Like, I can't let him score again. So I decided to throw my entire face at his foot <laughs> and stop the goal. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So he was here and he was running. Yeah, and I just dived on his feet. I think I hit his knee. I don't remember because I got knocked out. But yeah, I wake up, you know, about yeah. 10 or so people surrounding me asking me if I'm all good. Next thing you know, I'm in the ambulance off to hospital. Um, yeah, <laughs> a really bad concussion. I get told my jaw's broken, so I have to stay in hospital for about four days, get surgery on my jaw, and then I'm on a liquid diet for, you know, two to three months. Wow. Which wasn't insane. good, yeah. Yeah, wow, but I'm so fascinated by that decision-making <laughs> process. So he's running towards you, and you didn't think that you'd be able to block it with your body or your hands. Um, yeah, it's pretty hard when you're one-on-one, -on -one, so what you want to do is just try and close down the angle. So, yeah, tried to get as close to him as I could, and I thought I had the opportunity to take the ball off him. Yeah. Um, but I obviously didn't. I think it was just like too much adrenaline going on. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I couldn't even tell you what happened. Wow, <laughs> I don't but, remember but it. But there wasn't the moment where like, I'm going to use my face to block this on his foot. It wasn't that. It's kind of you tripped and then that's when Yeah. You... Oh, I wish I could tell you what I was thinking, but <laughs> it was a very much in the moment decision, which, um, <laughs> yeah, didn't end too well. Yeah. And how was that liquid diet? Um, oh, it was pretty bad. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. Um, yeah, so I think that was actually one of the factors that made me go vegetarian. Yeah. So eating liquefied meat, just yeah. not good. Yum. Yeah. So what was the kind of, you know, what's the day in the life of the liquid diet? <laughs> what do we have for breakfast? Um, porridge maybe? Yeah, porridge I think for breakfast. Um, yeah. yeah, I actually went back home for a few weeks to stay over yeah, with my parents. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it was pretty traumatic. Yeah, um, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. So I used to make myself like, my, like make myself like a smoothie. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, geez, what else? I think in the end, um, we all just gave up, and I just put like a regular meal on a blender. <laughs> I ate that. Wow, was that disgusting or was it still okay? Um, oh, it depends. Some were like pretty bad. Some were okay. Yeah. Do you know? Do you remember what your worst one was? I think just anything with men, it was disgusting. Yeah. Oh. Like blended up pasta too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. And have you ever had your wisdom teeth taken out? Yeah, I've had it taken out a few times. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. Did, oh, really? I had mine all four at once. Do you just go into two installments? Yeah, so um, when they start coming through, I just go to the dentist, ask them they can remove it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then you put on that liquid diet again. Oh, no, no. I just got them taken out in the chair, luckily, so I didn't have to do it again. Oh, really? I swear I had to be like really careful about what I ate after that. 
Yeah, I think if you get to get it taken out surgically, yeah, then yeah, you have to be a little bit more careful. But um, oh, you are not numb. With no, you? they just pulled it out. Ouch! Pain level out of ten. Oh no, they still use anesthetic. Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't like because I got them both taken out after I broke my jaw, and I feel like um, compared <laughs> to that, I can't really complain about the pain. Yeah. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then tell me more about vegan, um, vegetarianism and oh. how you're enjoying it. Yeah, I am enjoying it. I think for me, like, I'm pretty into nature. Like, I really love hiking, going outdoors. And for me, I feel like we just have to, you know, protect our country. It's really, really beautiful. Yeah. And, yeah, one way of doing that, I think, is just, like, getting rid of meat or eating less meat in our diet. And for me, I decided to go completely vegetarian tried vegan for a bit but I just didn't feel healthy afterwards and I feel yeah. like you do have to protect your health so yeah. I've just stuck with vegetarianism. Yeah and how has your like what are the changes in your body since you sort of cut out meat? Um, I find waking up's a lot easier so <laughs> I used to be really bad at waking up in the morning just feel tired and yeah after I went vegetarian um, just have a lot more energy throughout the day I feel like yeah because I'm pretty into like my running so I feel like um, yeah. I got a lot better at that after I went vegetarian yeah, I just feel like, I guess, fitter, healthier, happier. Yeah, and so what does one cook for themselves if they're vegetarian? <laughs> Getting some good diet kind of advice from Hamish. <laughs> um, oh, I basically just um, sort of use the recipes mum cooked me as a kid. Um, yeah. Just replace the meat with, um, you know, falafel, tofu, Yum. lentils, yeah. yeah. So you don't have to change too much. You just have to switch the meat out for something that's like pretty much tastes the same. Yeah. Are you a good cook? Um, no, I've got about four meals I rotate between. Wow, okay, well, let's hear these four <laughs> iconic meals. <laughs> so I got um, fried rice, the classic. <laughs> I got um, spag bowl, swap out the bolognese for lentils. Nice. And a curry, swap out the chicken for tofu. Nice. And yeah, an Indian curry and a Thai curry. Yum. And how does the rest of the family feel about, you know, you being well, vegetarian? I don't live with them, so. Okay, then that's yeah. easy, right? Yeah, pretty easy. Um, they do, yeah, give me a bit of shit, but I feel yeah. like you just have to take it. <laughs> do they worry that you don't get enough nutrition, X, Y, Z? Yeah, yeah, so I go to the doctor, get my iron levels yeah. tested, B12 as well, and make sure I'm healthy, because, yeah, I do need a, don't want to, yeah, leave my parents stressing too much. Yeah, and so far so good. So far so good, yeah. <laughs> and how long have you been vegetarian for? Uh, same year I broke my jaw, so second year of uni. Wow, and how many years is that? Um, 2018, five now. Five now? Yeah. And still going strong? Still going strong, yeah. Then I guess your parents wouldn't have much to worry about. Yeah, yeah. They don't have too much to complain about. When I come down, you know, they say to me, we're not cooking for you, you've got to cook for yourself. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I was going to say, that's such, so annoying for them to, or you might not get fed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Although every self and mum will cook a really nice vegetarian meal. She's quite a good cook, so. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had your cheat days for vegetarianism <laughs> during those five years? Um, <laughs> when I was travelling around Europe, I did have a few cheat days. <laughs> I feel like um, Spain's probably not the most vegetarian-friendly country, so I did have to yeah break the rules a few times. Yeah. How, how does meat taste after not eating it for so long? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you don't actually miss it as like you don't miss it as much as you think you would. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any like favorite you know go to vegetarian places you like to eat at? Um. Oh, GYG. <laughs> <laughs> What's your order? Um. I just get a veggie burrito, 
yeah, and they do a pretty good job there. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Let's also talk about running. When did this, you know, running start? Um, oh, it's just something I always did. So I think when I was about 12 or something, um, yeah, just wanted to stay fit, wanted to stay healthy. So, yeah, went out to the track, went for a run. Yeah. And, yeah, still doing it today. Just keeps it, like, for me, it's a really good way of, like, I guess, meditating. You can sort of, like, turn your mind off, think about all your problems, try and find <laughs> solutions to your problems. And, yeah, it's just pretty good. Good yeah. thing to do if you're into it. <laughs> so I guess you don't listen to music when you're running? I do listen to music, yeah. You do? Oh, but you're still thinking about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh. can walk and chew gum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, and you and so what sports, what other sports do you do? You still do soccer? Yeah, I still do soccer, yeah. Yeah, and then something happened to your shoulder? Um, oh, yeah, I dislocated it a few <laughs> years ago. And, um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's been dislocating... Dislocated, I think, five times since. So now, um, yeah, I'm in the process of getting it looked at, and there's a good chance I might have to get surgery Damn. on it. Yeah. So maybe if you want to donate money to um, <laughs> surgery, let us know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be appreciated. <laughs> yeah. So, like, after, you know, five times dislocating it, like, why didn't you stop playing soccer at like, the third time, right? Um, I don't know. You, like stuff like that happens sometimes. You can't let yeah. it stop you. No. Do you have like PTSD when you get back on the field after no. recovery? No. Not even after no, the I'm, jaw. No. I'm really. I really. So mind you, I was actually didn't really follow the doctor's orders. They said come back after four <laughs> months. I came back after three. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, and it was fine. Oh, and then you just continue as normal. Just keep kept playing. Yeah. Yeah, you weren't scared or anything to go back into there? Like, you know, you see that same guy <laughs> and then you, then you become that goalkeeper and then there's that... Uh, I, was playing, I was playing goalkeeper, so I was playing outfield, yeah. So is that the last time you played goalkeeper? Um, <laughs> no, actually. The very next time I played goalkeeper was when I popped my shoulder out. <laughs> wow, so if you were going to recommend to people don't play goalkeeper, the most oh, no, position? If, no, no, if you like it, play it. Uh, I think I just got a bit unlucky. Yeah, and like so many injuries, I still can't understand. Like, you you don't think like, hey, maybe I should you know, do a safer sport. I mean, running <laughs> is pretty safe, right? Yeah. Or is there something lacking? Something lacking, I would say. Yeah. So I don't play Aussie rules anymore because of concussions. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, but I think soccer, it's, yeah, still not the most dangerous sport in the world. Yeah. Damn, tell me more about concussions. So do, do you remember anything, you know, get a flashback? Or... Well, that was when I broke my jaw. I didn't even care about my jaw. The, most thing, I, the thing I was most concerned about was the concussion. Yeah, um, yeah it was pretty scary. It's like you so, everything sort of just stops and then you slowly fade back into the real world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you told me before, it's kind of like having a combo with someone. Yeah, like, so um, I was sort of like dreamt I was having a conversation with someone. And then I woke up and I was actually talking to someone. So, oh. yeah, I couldn't really tell you because yeah. you are pretty foggy afterwards. Damn. And what's the recovery process like after? It's fine. It's fine? Yeah. Everything was Well, exactly. actually, this is pretty bad. They found, um, when they x-rayed my brain afterwards, they found a spot which they thought, like, they said, it's probably not a tumour, but yeah. um, we just have to get it tested. So, um yeah, I had to get I had to get a few MRIs throughout the year, and luckily it was nothing. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. Good. Otherwise, I'll start another sponsorship episode. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then, yeah, tell me more about like what's it like, you know, 
now working. Did you take a gap year? I took a gap year, yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. Where'd you go? Um, so first half of the year, I was working as a swim teacher. And then second half, yeah, I went to Europe for a few months. It was meant to be longer, but um, yeah. the night before I left, I spilled a glass of water on my passport. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to delay the trip a few weeks. But, um, you know, stuff like that happens and it still ended up being a really good trip. So I got yeah. to the UK, saw a bit of Germany. Spent a really long time in Italy, which I really loved, yeah. and um, Spain as well, which, yeah, once again, super nice country, and I got to practice my Spanish, which was good. Yeah, damn. And overall, kind of curious, would you consider yourself a bit of a klutz? The spilling the water on the passport, is that kind of like a... I wouldn't consider my klutz, myself a klutz, actually. <laughs> okay, that's good, that's good. Because I was reconsidering those injuries. I was like, <laughs> was this another, you know, shoulder dive into something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not quite, no. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's so cool. You you do so many different sports, even swimming. So what's what's it like teaching? Do you teach? Literature? Yeah, well, I was never competitive with swimming. I just um yeah was in first year uni, had to get some money in. So yeah, I just thought I'd be a swim teacher. Yeah. Um, yeah, I knew how to do all four strokes. Um, I felt like I was a pretty nice person, so I'd be able to, <laughs> I'd be good with kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's um a really good part time career throughout uni. If um yeah you're into your sport. Um, you think you can manage kids, yeah. Is it frustrating with kids? You have to like literally gamify everything. Yeah, it um, takes a lot of energy. So you're really tired because, um, yeah, you got to make sure the kids are safe, have to make sure they're having fun, and you have to make sure they're learning something as well. Wow. So there's quite a bit to work on, yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon you would have preferred teaching adults? I did teach adults for a bit, yeah. Yeah, and did you have a preference? Um, no, nah, I feel like they were different. Um, adults... So adults, I feel like they didn't have a lot of confidence. So yeah. I'd say to them, like, you tell a kid, oh, that was amazing, and they'd be like, oh, awesome, yeah. yeah. Whereas you tell an adult, that was really good, and they're like, oh, you're just saying that to be nice. That was actually... <laughs> and I wasn't just saying it to be nice. Like, I was being 100% genuine. <laughs> um, but, no, I really respect any adult that um, is willing to put themselves out there and learn swimming at, um, I guess, an older age. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, tell me more about travels. So, was it something that you? So, how long was your travel? Was it just for like six months or? No, no, it was a bit shorter. So it was, um, oh, I think, two months in the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, and was this something you did like solo traveling? Yeah, I did this one solo traveling. So I just um, traveled around, um, stayed in hostels. That's a really good way of meeting people. Wow. Took the train from country to country. Wow. Yeah. Any sort of dangerous, scary, fun stories that uh, that you were able to share? Uh, not in Europe, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was it felt pretty safe everywhere I went. Yeah, okay. I think what you're trying to get at <laughs> is um, a few years earlier, a friend and I went to the US. <laughs> and we encountered a bit of a dangerous situation. <laughs> Are you able to elaborate? <laughs> oh, I don't want to stitch him up too much, but my friend, <laughs> I thought the way he was talking, he knew his way around Los Angeles. <laughs> so he gets us walking through the city in the middle of the night. Um, the area we were in was, uh, yeah, not the safest, I don't think. <laughs> so at about, so this guy comes up to us, he's right in my face saying, oh, I heard you guys talking about me. What you say about me? <laughs> I mean, the poor guy probably had, yeah, a few problems. Um, yeah, but it still was a bit freaky. So he goes, he's up to me, getting in my face. I just say to him, look, I didn't say anything. So he goes to my friend, does the exact same thing. 
And then my friend goes, wait, run. <laughs> Apparently the guy had um, an American flag which had a sharpened edge and he was trying to stab him. <laughs> so we just bowled him back to the hospital <laughs> and we told them what happens and they're like, oh, look, that doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. damn. Yeah, because I once asked Hamish, like, would you ever learn martial arts? Because, you know, self-defense. Yeah. And, and then what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I said, yeah, if you run fast enough, <laughs> you <laughs> should be, be all good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you know how like fast your running speed is? Um, I feel like kind of fast. Not, not like, <laughs> you know, I'm not like an Olympic runner or anything. Oh. I just, um, yeah, enjoy it. And I go a decent pace, I'd say. Yeah, you're like a, what is it, long distance runner, right? I was more of a short distance runner, oh, but I do like long distance as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay, nice. Also, back to traveling. So, traveling for two months, like, did you make friends over there, or like, does it get lonely? Kind of uh, yeah, it gets lonely. Sometimes you're staying in, the host in hostels, which aren't super social. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the good times definitely outweighed the um, lonelier times. Like, I met so many people when I was over there. Lots of cool people. Yeah. yeah. Most people you meet in hostels are solo traveling too, so they're also oh, pretty nice. um interested in meeting people. Yeah. yeah so it's really cool, I guess, um, seeing different perspectives from around the world, and yeah, meeting really cool people. Yeah, did you ever go travelling with strangers? Um, like, I went for day trips with people. Um, yeah. I almost wish I made my... Because I was running on a really strict schedule, so I was like, I have to be in this place at this time, have to be in this place at this time. Yeah. I feel like I, I should have loosened it up a little bit more. Yeah. And I guess, like, if I met someone that was pretty cool, heard they were going to a certain place, just book tickets, go to that place as well. Oh, yeah, because did you plan everything? I planned everything, everything beforehand. Events. So I had, um, yeah, a set itinerary. Sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was still really cool though. Yeah, that's awesome. Is there any kind of like trust issues when you meet new people and then you want to hang out with them, that kind of thing? Uh -huh. <laughs> Actually, not at all, which I guess is um, <laughs> obviously you have to have common sense. Like you wouldn't, you know, go down a dark alley with someone you just met. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I feel like you feel very safe when you're in Europe. Yeah. Most of the time, yeah. yeah that's awesome. Do you have any like favorite memories, that kind of thing that you want to share? I know oh. it kind of putting you on the spot. I feel like um, I loved all of Italy. Like Italy's such a great country, such good people there. Um, I really like Seville in Spain. That's like a really beautiful city, a really good nightlife as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a party animal. <laughs> oh, definitely not, but yeah. you know, when in Rome. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And then what's it like coming back to work, you know, after having a fantastic <laughs> two months? Like, yeah, man, um, I'd love to just sit and work for nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> You just have to tell yourself, oh, working is so much fun, like, <laughs> I'm achieving so much here. And then yeah. that sort of, like, helps cope with it, I guess. Yeah, um, I mean, you do but have But I that. feel like once you have a year off, you sort of feel like you're ready to start working again. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just yeah. felt right. It felt like it was um, the right thing to do. Yeah. Because do you get bored, like, one, one year gap year? Like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get bored. Yeah, Sometimes. you always have to like think about what you want to yeah, do yeah. tomorrow because like the schedule. And it makes you appreciate weekends a lot more working full time. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you do. You make the most out of it. So when I was teaching swimming, I would work on Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings. Yeah. So for me, the weekends were kind of like the, the, the bad part of the yeah. week. <laughs> and the weekdays are kind of like the more relaxing part. Yeah. So yeah, it's really flipped now. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. 
And then now we're nearly at the end of the podcast. Phew, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're going to ask you the deep questions. Yeah, so Hamish, on. what do you think the meaning of life is for you? Well, that is a deep question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never... Do you want me to make something up? Yeah, yeah. go for it. But it has to be real. Like, has to be real, yeah. You can't pull it from some fictional movie. <laughs> yeah, okay. Tell you, I think it's um, about improving. So leaving the world in a better place than the way in which you found it. Um, trying to improve yourself so, you know, one day in your deathbed you think, you know what, I'm better than I once was. This world is better than it once was. Yeah. yeah. I guess looking after, looking after the future generations. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. And then the next question is, what if you won the lottery tomorrow? What would you do differently about your life? I don't know. I don't think I would actually spend the money immediately. I think I would... Um, that's, that's a wise keep, keep living the way I am, sort of figure out... I guess, um, yeah, sort of figure out the way, I understand my life as it is right now, and then, you know, sort of understand what improvements I'd like, you know, whether I want a faster car, bigger house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then the final question is, what's the, what's the ideal day in the life for you? Ideal, ideal day? Yeah, it can be um, work-related, it can be non-work-related. Nice. Probably, um... Not work-related, sadly. I do enjoy working, but, yeah. you know, the ideal day. Um, probably just stay on the beach, relaxing, going for a swim, and then, I guess, catching up with mates afterwards. Yeah. You know, going for a few drinks, having some dinner. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, sounds good. And the final, final question is, what's the podcast experience like? Any surprises? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are a few surprises at the start. <laughs> Um, but yeah, pretty nice. Yeah, the host here does a great job. So wow, thank you, thank there you. There you go. Is it still quite nerve wracking? Yeah. <laughs> sad, sad. And do you recommend it to others? I would recommend do it. Do you for have others. anyone you want to volunteer? With? <laughs> um, I've got a few. I will start pushing the podcast to them. <laughs> okay, sounds good. We'll keep them anonymous. Yeah, for now. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Do you want to say bye? Bye. <laughs> Bye.